Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The song does not match the the spirit, the mood of the no. world at the moment. But I'm not sure there's a song you can play. Maybe the old uh, Sydney Bechet song we used to play before uh, before we got copyrighted claim. The very sad one, but the beautifully sad one. <laughs> uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to an impromptu and remote version of the DNBA show, aka the DNBR Nuggets podcast, aka the COVID canceled the game lounge. I don't know what what lounge. Yes. This is. Um. We're presented as always by Lightshade Dispensary. Eric, uh, you could give a testimonial if you'd like about Lightshade. Yep, I went there earlier and I bought uh, some of their products, shall we say, and I received a discount, shall we say, by using DNVR. Um, yes, it was tight. It was tight. <laughs> Probably the highlight of your day, um, guys. It's a weird one here. I mean, I do have Harrison Wind with me also. What's up, Harrison? Oh, nothing, man. I was actually really pumped for the game tonight because i haven't seen a nuggets game at home since uh the december 15th loss to the minnesota timberwolves that's the last game i saw in person with all these road games and whatnot i wasn't here for the charlotte game but i was i was looking forward to getting that taste out of my mouth yeah so that's the big news today guys well actually i don't even know if it's the big news here's what people don't know. i know a lot of our viewership and a lot of people watching us don't live in denver or you know a I don't know what the numbers are. It's probably somewhere around 50% of the people that tune into the show, both as a live show, but also people that listen to it as a podcast that don't live in Denver and maybe don't realize and think that the number one thing that all of us are thinking about is the Nuggets being canceled. It's actually not. There is in Colorado at this very moment, one of the largest fires in the U.S. in probably the last 50 years. I think when it's all said and done, will be one of the bigger fires that we've ever seen Two cities completely being evacuated at some points today, Superior and Louisville. Louisville, by the way, only one city away from me now. So it's, I think I'm probably safe, but it's like when I, I first saw it, I don't know how you guys were, but today I didn't know there was a fire. I just looked outside and there was like an enormous fire that looked like, I thought when I saw it, I thought it was like one mile away, but it turns out it was like seven. Um, when did you guys first see all this happening? Uh, I don't know exactly. I don't know this morning. Um, this morning, maybe it's, it's really hitting home for me. I mean, I'm from Boulder. My parents live there. I think they're going to be safe. Thank God. But a lot of people are going to be affected by this. So it's, um, yeah, there's, there's just a lot going on right now. Yeah. I mean, for me, like I, it was first the story of the wind, the wind, you know, everybody yeah. started uh, reporting on Slack and in, on Twitter, like just this insane, these insane gusts of wind that were up to like a hundred miles an hour. Um, and because Colorado has been so like unbelievably dry, we're used to having, if not snow on the ground, at least uh, it having had snowed uh, in a a reasonable amount at this point. In well, the Eric, year. Eric, uh, it's going to snow tomorrow. It's know, supposed to I snow know. tomorrow. I know. And there's a I mean, fire blazing today. It's disgusting. Yeah, like normally, I mean, you would have uh, these grasses that would be, you know, sort of like turning to tundra almost at this point in time. Right. Like they would be Correct. at least, uh, they would at least be, you know, have snow on them at some point that would like slowly seep into them, so they wouldn't be essentially just tinder, which they are now. Like right now, it's unbelievable. Like the all of Colorado is essentially just like wadded up newspaper, just like waiting for. Yeah any little spark and the the wind is just turning it into just magnifying it to like a terrifying degree like we don't 
you know, fires in this area are not uncommon at all coming down out of the mountains. Um, but again, like definitely not this time of year. Uh, this is just becoming more and more part of our lives. And it's, uh, it's, I mean, you just, there's no more help, helpless feeling like, uh, fires are so slow moving and they just take right. forever to extinguish days and days and days. And you just are, you are literally helpless. It's, it's the worst feeling in the world. It is. And yeah, people are asking, is this normal? Like, no, I mean, the, to be honest with you, maybe this is just my perspective, but growing up, I don't really remember fire season. I remember there were fires, but I don't remember it being a season. It was more like, oh, there is a fire or something like this. Over the last like four or five years, it's like fire season is this like two, three, four month long thing that happens basically from June till uh, September, where it's like, yeah, there's sort of just constantly a fire going in the mountains at some point, but it's usually yeah. the mountains. It's like a way. Um, and then, yeah, December, this is just the longest we've ever gone without snow. It's really weird. And as Harrison mentioned, hopefully on the way, but, um, it's just a perfect scenario. And by the way, those winds are crazy. You're right. I, that was the, I, I forgot already. This day's been so long. I forgot that it was like windy as hell to start. That's how this all started. Um, so, you know, our thoughts are obviously with our audience. I'm sure we have a lot of people in Boulder, in Superior and in Louisville. So, Everybody stay safe um, and, and <laughs> you know, get out of there. Evacuate if that's, uh, if that's what the orders are bringing you to. Um, I have challenged Super Producer Kale because this has been a heavy week, guys. Like, you know, yeah. okay, the Nuggets, see, that's why you're here. The Nuggets game got canceled tonight. That's always a bummer. You know, we've had this fire. We also had the shooting a couple days ago in Colorado. This has been like a pretty heavy week in Colorado. I think you could see it on, of all of us right now, you could see on an Eric's face. He is, he is definitely feeling the weight of, of a very heavy 48-hour period here in Denver, Colorado. Um, but I have challenged Super Producer Kale to hopefully, we want to, our show, we always want to be like somewhat positive, even when we're covering yeah. like, you know, losers lounge. We try to be like, you know what? We suffer together. We're not trying to sugarcoat anything, but we want this to be a place where people come and feel a real connection to each other in the chat, to us, and to just try to like enjoy our suffering and enjoy our highs when we're not suffering. Um, today, we're suffering for reasons that are outside of basketball. So that's a little bit more difficult, um, but we'll try to still entertain and, and, and talk about some of the most important stuff. Um, the first thing here, guys, to set the table now as we get back to the Nuggets, the story was we didn't want to mention this. Jamal Murray goes down at Chase Center. Will Barton goes down at Chase Center. Michael Porter, I am told, I don't know the validity of this one, but that the injury in the preseason first occurred at the Golden State Warriors in Chase Center, the preseason game. It had been a bit of a house of horrors, so much so I didn't even want to say anything. Like, I didn't want to jinx it. And then you get out with a win, nobody gets hurt, you think, awesome. Turns out we were wrong. It just was a slow-moving curse this time. The Nuggets come down with COVID. So Bones Highland, uh, Jeff Green, and who's the third one? Zeke Naji. Zeke Naji. Yep, all Zeke. are in the protocols um, right now. That lowered, with all the other guys questionable for Denver, that lowered the number to a low enough amount that the NBA said no game. So that's what we're dealing with. Harrison, do you have any indication? Is this a thing where we should expect those guys to be gone for – 10 days, five days, six. I mean, what, what's your sense on, we just talk about the health and safety portion of this. Well, I think didn't the NBA just lower the, the isolation time to five the days, five days, five days. Yeah. Yeah. Be two games. Right. So that's two games. Um, so those guys definitely, you know, most likely aren't going to be on this road trip, which I don't, I don't have a ton of confidence that we're going to see like a real nuggets team on these, next two games that's if these two games play because look there could very well be more positive tests tonight or tomorrow right. within the team that's just how these things happen so bring up your best available free agents or your like nba stat leaderboards from 2010 because they're probably going to have to sign a bunch of 10-day guys or a couple 10-day guys to be able to play these next two games at houston on saturday and at Dallas on Monday, you know, if those games get played. Great point brought up, by the way, by David here. Michael Malone also, I forgot. You almost forget yep. because there's so much news today. He also in the protocols. So. And assistant coaches. And assistant, and uh, yeah, at least two, right? At least two assistant coaches. I'm not sure which ones, but okay. My God, man. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like the absurdity of uh, – the sports year is just becoming so, I don't know. It's just, it's just coming into focus so much more than it has just all of these players and like just throwing anybody in. Cause we, I was talking about this earlier, earlier, like 
the whole point of sports are to entertain and to keep us entertained. And frankly, they serve a really important purpose. Like, you know, really if, important. We, if we had, uh, if we had sports to focus on right now, it would be probably less, uh, it'd feel less hopeless. Uh, you at least have something to entertain yourself, which is more, again, like more important than people give it uh, credit for, but man, like just the idea of just joylessly jamming through these games or like they have to happen because they just have to happen. We have this schedule and like, it's none of the same players. And it's like, wh- what are we, who is this for? Like, what are we doing? Like, isn't that, aren't these supposed to exist so that we, we get some benefit out of them as opposed to just like ramming them through because the, the great clock says it must be. So it's so it's bizarre. I mean, like days like this, like, really that, give you purpose. can I push sure. back on this though, Eric? And honestly, I'm just asking you this. What, well, should the league do? Because I honestly look at this as just like a lose, 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 lose situation. Like it every is. option is like that sucks. Um, that's unfair. That's not logistically possible. So, you what? What are you sort of hinting at here? I think that uh, you know players that are teams that are affected to a even gr- like lesser degree than what the Nuggets are facing should have games postponed and and pushed back till you know we can actually get the real product in play. Otherwise, like. I don't really, you know, it's bizarre to just watch a team that is only your team in name alone and like not any of the actual players that you have been following or, or have any bearing on, you know, theoretically who will be competing at the the big moments at the end of the year that these games are, you know, leading up to. It's just, I don't know. I mean, I, you're, you're right. Obviously, like we saw last year shutting down the league, like was largely uh, damaging to not only the you know just the local communities the 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 economy right. all these things that you don't want to talk about because it feels like really gauche and like really uh it's I not know, though personal i know i know i know it's it, it i know i agree i agree it's uh i it's it is a a rock and a hard place situation i i just hate the idea though that we're just playing these games that the existence of these games feels like it's bigger to me than just having to have them happen because they have to happen you know what i mean Harrison, do you think it's logistically possible to delay? I mean, the thing we keep hearing is that there's all these dates are set in stone. Concerts are back. So now these arenas have to like, they have concerts lined up. I, that's what it seems like to me is it's just not logistical to move the playoff schedule. Which means if you make up these games, even as is Denver now has two games to make up already. You're looking at that and you're like, yeah, that's just going to screw the entire rest of the season. So much so that if you gave the nuggets a choice right now to say, you can make up this game against Brooklyn, but it's going to give you like a no days off from now till till May. Or uh, same with the Warriors. Or you could just forfeit these games. I bet Denver would say, well, we forfeit. That's fine. I agree. Oh, that's absolutely what the league should be doing. These shouldn't be postponements. These should be forfeits. And the win goes to whatever team is ready to play. That's how it should have happened in Brooklyn when that Nuggets-Nets game was postponed two weeks ago. That's that's what right. should have happened today. Like, there's not going to be opportunity to make up these games. A friend of the show, Ryan Blackburn, put out, like, his four best dates for this Nuggets-Warriors game to be rescheduled. So and only one of those openings is Ball Arena available for. Like, there's Avs games. There's right. lacrosse games. There's concerts. These arenas yeah. are booked out months and months and months in advance. So... To keep the league on schedule, which we know is an absolute priority of the players, of the commissioner, you can't, like, take a month break. You just can't. Um, If you want, like, a regular season that, you know, has some integrity, which is a crazy thing to think about because it doesn't really have much integrity right now even. So, I, yeah, I, I don't see really a way they can postpone it. Right. This yeah, is this is the dilemma that I think they're in. Is there's just no good solution. So I under and by the way, look, you you guys, I don't make this opinion public too often, but I have really don't like Adam Silver. <laughs> like I feel like he's actually a really bad commissioner. <laughs> and I've said this for you. He was very popular for a while, so I didn't want to you know like be the guy against it. Also, like I just don't like you know, I, I don't. There's no need for me to say this or that. But I'm gonna come to his defense in one way from a lot of the criticisms I hear, and that is people say like you know, oh, the plan coming into this league. The plan coming into this league was a different world. Like, right. COVID, there was, it was different four months ago. The understanding of it and where expectations were sure. were different four months ago than what they are right now with this new Omicron variant. And I think that a lot of what is happening right now has happened so quick 
and so uh, unpredictably that the NBA yeah. is like almost in some ways dealing with a completely different problem than what they set out to, to solve. And so that's why I give a lot of slack to the league is so effed up right yeah. now. But I just I, I look at it and I go, there's nothing anybody could have done. But here's the part I hate to say, guys, and I'll throw it to you first, Eric. I said this three weeks ago because I felt like it was true three weeks ago. This year is feeling less real to me than the bubble year in last year. Like, if you had to rank the realness of the years, the bubble year at least had all of the guys. Like, they were in a bubble. There was no fans. Like, that was a huge variable. But at least the guys were playing. At least it was like your team versus our – right now, at least 50% of the NBA games that have happened over the last month have been against either one team that is major at a huge disadvantage because of injuries or health and safety protocols, or two teams like we saw this – on Tuesday, Nuggets Warriors, which even then I look at and I go, does that mean the Nuggets are better than the Warriors? The like, I didn't mean anything. Just a game that happened right. and you move on. So, Eric, does this feel less real than the last two years? Well, I would say like any uh, mention of anything that happens in the regular season is unreal. Like, really, you know, a lot of the, the ways that most people look at the NBA regular season is just a prelude to the playoffs anyway. And I feel like even with a smaller number of games, we'll probably still have a very good idea of the stratification of who is, who are the good teams and who are the less good teams. And, you know, it's really like more often than not, you know, there's some race that goes down to the end, but you kind of have an idea, at least at this point in the season of like where it's heading. And so, uh, um, you know, I can, I can see, you know, as Wynn says, because of time, you know, like just canceling some games and, you know, whether it's forfeits or whether it's just, we just carve out this chunk of games and then we get back in, you know, maybe a week or two or whatever it's, I don't know. I, this is funny because this is what we did a year, two years ago when we're like, well, we'll probably be back to life in what, like a month or weeks. And it's, it's funny. I you say, like, go back to like, I know. If I woke up from a dream and it's like, you've been dreaming since March 15th, 2020 or whatever, I'd be like, no, <laughs> I never want to go back to that time. I know. Yeah. Like it, it's, uh, it's funny you say like, we know, we don't know that much about this now, or we know less, whatever. Like we don't know a goddamn thing about COVID. We don't, we know nothing. There are nothing but like regulations that do work, don't work. Everybody has different ideas. Like it's just, uh, as far as like all of humanity getting on the same page and like understanding something that people act like is created by human beings and easily control. There's just an easy solve. Like, oh, you just do this and then it's fine. Like people mad that they're getting COVID even though they were vaxxed and they were followed all the rules. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like life is chaos. So you it's can't, so it's just so much chaos me. in this. It does remind me of like, I was just talking to Jared Dubin about this earlier today about how every team comes up with the one trick that would fix all of their problems. It's like, if you would just play Bones right. five more minutes, right, of course, Nuggets of course. would be the one seed. It's like, <laughs> it's how the world is, right? Everybody has the like one little fix that makes everything make sense. And it's just do that thing. I know. But yeah, it's not. like, I mean, you know, especially on a day like today, when you look at what is happening in Boulder, like, it's the same thing. It's the people describe the spread of virus as like wildfire. Like, that's what that looks like. Jesus, you know? man. So I'm sad. serious. Like, no, you're just like, right. I'm saying it was like so fast the way today just changed completely, where you're like, oh, yes. today's the day the city burned down. That's, that's right. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Uh, comes, comes from nowhere and, and just keeps going. Uh, bringing this back though, staying on basketball here as best we can, Harrison. Um, do you feel like this season is less real than the previous two? Definitely less real than than last year, and I mean, you the thing about the bubble was like we had three quarters of an absolutely normal regular season. It was right. the regular season was pretty much done when when COVID hit in March, and then you know the bubble was it was more real than this. That's for sure. But that's why I think like the forfeit idea is something that people could get behind because these games, man, we actually really already know who like the best teams in the NBA are and who are, you know, the teams heading for the lottery, a forfeit idea just to get through the regular season on schedule. That's priority. Number one, obviously like, 
the replacement players, these 10 day hardship exceptions, which never and no with nobody even knew existed before this season. Um, those are only put in place to stay on schedule. So if that's like the number one priority, yeah, like let's just have these as forfeits. Yeah. I honestly think forfeits would be better. Look, somebody's going to end up getting screwed. Like it's just how it's going to happen, but somebody's going to get screwed. It might be the nuggets, by the way. Like one of the things I'm looking at, I, the nuggets have three players in COVID protocols. Like there's still a lot of players that have not entered it at any point and maybe they won't. But as we're seeing with all these teams, like most teams or not most, maybe a third of the NBA teams right now have had like seven plus guys enter the protocols at some point. And I just get the sense that with this new variant, every team is going to have to go through it. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, Denver hasn't gone through it. Even with these three guys, like you still have a bunch of players who haven't gone through it. And I'm looking at it going, okay, well, they're on the road a little bit, still early, whatever. If this trickles out for Denver and they have like different pods of four guys going into the COVID protocols all the time. If this happens at a point when Denver has a six game homestand and all of a sudden you have to play with nothing but replacement players, you just blew your best opportunity of a winning streak, like games you were yeah. meant to stack wins. So um, it's going to screw what? somebody. I hope it's not the nuggets, but everybody's kind of going through it. And maybe with any luck, just a little bit of luck, we'll get through this winter season. We'll get into the playoffs and it'll feel normal. And then you could say, okay, well the best team won. Um, yeah, it got what? normal at a certain point. What, what do you think of this idea? What if uh, at the end of whatever this regular season is, all it does is just establish seeding and then the playoffs include every team in the NBA? Man, I mean, again, logistically, it would just be so hard. And and I do, the one thing I will say is, if we, let's do this for fun. Actually, why don't we take a break and let's do this on the other side? Because I want to just do a quick little matchup and see if there's anybody that gets screwed out of this. Like, oh, shit. What if, what if we all just went into a bubble at Disney World? What if we did that? <laughs> it's going to be like the Lakers end up playing the Jazz in the first round somehow. And it's going to be like, yeah, that's a tough break for you, Utah. <laughs> Sorry. Totally. Uh, guys, check out Light Shade Dispensary. Maybe turn that music down just slightly, Kale. A light shade dispensary has 10 locations in the Denver metro area, uh, 11, soon to be 11 locations in the Denver metro area and Aurora as well. They offer something for everyone from the casual consumer to the connoisseur. Lightshade has a premium selection of cannabis concentrates, top shelf flower, edibles, tinctures, accessories, and much more. DNVR podcast listeners, you guys can get 25% off non-sale items with the code DNVR. That's at any Lightshade location. That's also available online. You can order at lightshade.com and pick up at any of those 10 locations. I remember to use the code DNVR for 25% off non-sale items. That's at Lightshade, Colorado's premier dispensary. And guys at DraftKings Sportsbook this week. The NFL season's obviously winding down. The playoffs will be here before you know it at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The offers are getting even more amazing. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. If they do, you win $200 in free bets. Don't miss out on that action. DraftKings Sportsbook customers also can get in with same-game parlays. They've got those for NBA as well. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $5 on any NFL team and win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. Promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling prom. Call 1-800-522-4700. Alrighty, back here. So Eric has a solution. Everybody makes the playoffs. Now, here's the one hard part about the solution, Eric. I'll let you. I'll let you solve this. This first objection. Got Does it. that mean the 15th team in the league gets cut out? Does it mean there's a bye week? How do we do this? Uh, you could have a bye. It actually the... makes sense if you have a bye week because then you would get down to eight, which is then a number that reduces itself. Yeah, you could, the, the the top team in the entire league gets a bye Got in the first round. All right, so at this very moment, the Warriors get a bye. The Suns take on the Rockets. That seems fair. The Jazz take on the Thunder. That seems fair. The Grizzlies take on the Pelicans. That's tough, man. That's It's funny because I think of Memphis and, and New Orleans as like the same team because they started rebuilding at the exact same time, and it's worked out really well for one of those. They have teams. similar colors, kind of. Well, that's not so much in my factory, <laughs> but okay. You get, oh, my God, can you guys believe it? 
Denver versus Portland. In the, the rivalry oh continues. <laughs> I like our up. seed there. Man. I like our seed. That's a great seed. I'll yeah. Take Hell it. yeah. That's a great seed. That's a five-game series at most. Um, Clippers, Sacramento. Okay. Lakers, Spurs. Classic. Mavs, Timberwolves. Okay. So then that leaves you the one eights. So then Denver takes on Memphis in the second round. Then actually everything becomes normal. I feel like yeah. through doing this thought experiment, Eric, that just adds an extra round where the same exact teams get eliminated first. Yeah, yeah but, that, but if you can say that nobody can just uh, be outraged that they felt like their opportunity to get in the playoffs was stolen because of yeah. health and safety protocols and by just things that are outside of their control. Like you just, we're just saying essentially that you can't count on this regular season to necessarily do, cause there's always at the end of the year, there's like movement between like the last, you know, four or five teams there's jockeying that takes place. Like my initial thought was like, okay, let's expand the, the play in, but then it's like, well, dude, let's just make the whole thing a tournament. Like, why not? Nothing else, Harrison? You you with it? Uh no. I'm <laughs> <laughs> really. No, I, I mean, I just it's I just like don't Madness think that's in that way. I I don't know, man. Like, look, if if that's the case, I mean, if we want to like really try to include everybody that could make the playoffs like they did for the bubble, just have like Sacramento and uh Portland yeah. and San Antonio battle it out for the last play in spot. Like we don't need to include Houston, Oklahoma City, and New Orleans in <laughs> this. So true. Or true. Detroit or Orlando. Or we don't Indiana. need to pretend that the Rockets yeah. missed the playoffs because of COVID this year. Like, like Orlando to... isn't suddenly gonna have this second half turnaround after swinging a big trade no. at the deadline. That's not gonna no, happen. No, no, but I, I sort of like am also thinking about the idea that this is supposed to be for entertainment, right? And like what's better than yeah. more playoff games? Like more yeah. um, like like that I, you know, I mean I, I, I can see, you know, takeaway. like you're saying. I think the big takeaway is that if we were to do what you're saying, I still feel like we end up with the last eight, the same eight teams. And in saying that, sure. like maybe we don't, but I'm saying that maybe we are overstating just how much chaos there is. Now, I have no doubt that the Phoenix Suns, who, by the way, are one and one now since losing Aiton, that a part of why they are at the top of the standings at West is because they've had a great luck. Like their luck has run really hot this year. I also think they're just a good team. So like to me, I... I think at the end of the year, you might still have an opportunity. The season does feel weird. It sees game by game seems very gimmicky. Yeah. Um, I have no idea if the Nuggets, what they're going to look like at the end of the season. Like none of these games are predictive of that the way usually you feel like games are. Um, but that being said, <laughs> if you just look at the last three teams in each conference, Houston, Oklahoma City, New Orleans in the West, Detroit, Orlando, Indiana in the East, like those teams aren't in the cellar because of COVID. Right. They're in the cellar because they suck. New Orleans is the one I would say maybe. New Orleans yeah, is the one that has too bad luck. Well, he's yeah. injured. He's not COVID. Yeah. It's yeah, true. Had other I'm just saying yeah, that... you're right. It's injury. It's injury. Portland, yeah. how is Portland I... one game ahead of Oklahoma City and New Orleans? How sad is that? Oof. That is so sad, it's, man. It's actually kind of sad. I it's kind actually of kind of sad. Um, well, the Nuggets are the five seed. I do want to do because I know that people want this. Draymond Green did take to the Twitter sticks today to uh, mm -hmm. voice some frustration that he feels. I'll let you guys cook first here. Uh, first of all, did you guys see this, the Draymond Green? Yes. I mean, he, he had time today. I mean, he's sitting in his hotel room doing nothing but, you know, breathing smoke, I'm guessing. Um, he says, how do you continue to cancel games when you've implemented rules to prevent this from happening? Is that not a competitive advantage for other teams? The guys we didn't have due to the protocol list played no role in Tuesday's loss. Pick a side, but don't straddle the fence. Uh, wind. Fair or foul of Draymond Green to voice a complaint here? Uh, I might get canceled for this, but I can kind of see where Draymond's coming from, to be totally honest. So a very similar thing happened to the Nuggets in Brooklyn, you know, two weeks ago. Um, the Nuggets had enough players to play. The Nets didn't. And the Nuggets almost went up against a very undermanned, like eight player available Nets team. Right. And it would have been an easy win. And Denver, you know, would have gotten out of there with a win over a, a good team. And they postponed the game because they couldn't come up with eight players to play. Um, from like Draymond's Draymond Green's side of things, I can, like I said, I can actually kind of see where he's coming from because look like the Nuggets already had all these guys injured. You know, they didn't know if they were going to be able to play today. 
they already knew, I think, coming into today, if there was any sort of a COVID outbreak that we know can happen at any time, that game was probably going to have to be postponed. You know, maybe not necessarily from just the COVID outbreak, but from COVID plus the guys that are already injured. They're already down so many bodies. So I bet Draymond saying, and I bet a lot of other players are out, out there are saying, you know, why didn't Denver sign guys to 10-day deals so they'd be ready to play today? And, you know, maybe that wasn't logistically possible. Maybe they couldn't get to Denver in time. I'm sure that had something to do with it. But the Atlanta Hawks right now have 12 guys in protocols and are playing games. Right. So teams are figuring out ways to do it. So, look, this is hitting every team. The Nuggets just went through this when they should have gotten a win against Brooklyn, and that game was postponed. It's a, It's crazy circumstances for everyone, but – I can actually kind of see where he's coming from. Eric, do you want to come to the defense of Nuggets Nation and dunk on <laughs> yeah, Harrison? Of course. Well, I'm not going to dunk on Harrison. Like, we're at a place where just things are supremely frustrating. Like, you, I, I'm at the point where I can't, like, really get mad at anybody for being mad about the that's things the that are being taken per- from. Perspective, by the way, Eric. That's, that's healthy. I well, I I like to think that I live a like a one percent healthy life. Um, <laughs> but the, the point is, is that like. Um, it sucks. It totally sucks. They traveled out here. They're mad because Draymond, Draymond specifically is mad because he watched his Warriors lose because very clearly he wasn't part of the, the game last time. Um, what Harrison said, though, actually goes in the favor of the Nuggets, I think. Like, this is not the first team that this has happened to. Like, if you can't, if you can't field a team in time, like, you know, you cancel the game. You're, but, but the thing is, the thing is, there are, there are these rules that the NBA has put in place so games – don't have to get postponed. Like they have this 10 day contract thing. So you can get guys in immediately so you can play games and it's crazy and it's screwed up. And and like, there's no integrity to these games, but there's rules in place. So they don't get postponed. You know, like teams teams have been navigating that. Yeah, but the, 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 it came out today. You know what I mean? It's like, right, right, right. It, the, and it, it wasn't one guy; it was three, four guys. Like, and you know, that's difficult. That was already on a razor's edge, and then there's just—I mean, it's literally—I mean, it's very clearly just a logistical thing that NBA isn't conspiring against the Warriors uh, to make sure that of they are punished. Yeah. Where other, yeah, I mean, that—that's kind of his uh, his underlying premise is that like why are we being unfairly punished when other people have been rewarded for being on the other side of this which is just absolutely not true it's just he's just frustrated and he's got twitter and he's also like not reading the room the fact he could just look outside and see the big plume of smoke coming from boulder and maybe like i actually don't think he's all of this. Here, though, right because he's in protocol so i'm guessing because you're right so. i do that was my one thought of all of this because again people on the outside they're thinking we're only thinking about the game none of us are actually thinking about the game today and so yeah read the room but i don't think he realized that he does. He didn't. I mean, he's, he's frustrated and he's probably in quarantine and like, whatever, like I get it. It's just, he's wrong. He's just like, yeah, he's just like, he's, he's not, he's not right about this. Like, it's yeah. just not how it's working. It's just, yeah. Like yeah. It, it just sucks. It's, it, it sucks. It's another thing so, that sucks. I'm going to cancel myself as well and say that while I understand why Nuggets fans are also upset or roll their eyes or whatever the response is to Draymond. And somebody said that it, Part of what was wrong was that he made it sound like the Nuggets fully healthy beat the like no both teams were banged up like that game was a joke and it's not indicative of anything. Just Denver happened right. to win with their C version and Warriors lost with their C version. Doesn't mean anything. So he kind of implied that, which I get. He's a proud guy. He's a three time champion. He's he's got his pride. But the part I feel like I give him a pass for. I said the same shit during the Brooklyn game when the Nuggets got the <laughs> like Brooklyn did the thing where they exactly, went to Orlando, man. played a game, had a game the exact same night with the exact same number of available players. The NBA and that was game. before they had this ten day hardship exception right. thing. So that's my whole point was that I just said this exact same stuff. <laughs> that, did, you, was like you just took a game that was a guaranteed win for Denver, albeit under unlucky break for Brooklyn and instead you turned it into an unlucky break for Denver where they're almost certainly going to lose because they're going to have to fly all the way to Brooklyn to make up this game. So let me just summarize here. Let me just summarize here. So what you're saying is because you yourself are a flawed human being, Draymond Green is given a pass. Yeah. uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Flawed in a way I I appreciate. Oh, the state... Hold on, let me see. I'm, now Broomfield has an area to be evacuated, and oh, 
Oh, it's not me. That's farther. Thank you, Kale, for that update. But that is farther west than okay. me. Okay, you don't you don't have to evacuate mid-show. How weird that we get an announcement mid-show that I have to like keep updated on this thing. I mean, it's not that far, <laughs> but it ain't but it ain't me yet. Yeah. Look here. Here's my last thing on this. Jesus. Like the teams right now, with how quick this variant spreads and how anybody can get it at any time, and how you don't know if you have it. Teams right now need to have like five guys on standby for 10 day contracts that can like fly the morning of to games. It sounds absolutely ridiculous. It's crazy. It's wild that this is the world we're living in, but that's like what needs to happen for these games to continue. Yeah, right. I think you're right. I think you're right. And it's funny. We were talking about this earlier. Like I really viewed us finally getting a G league squad as essentially just having like a backup roster that you could call upon. But it's funny. Like all of our players are going to the heat, to the Lakers, to the whatever. Like it's just uh, all of our cupboards are being, uh, you know, just left bare. Um, I guess that means we have to just take from other teams, but bizarre. Like it seems like you would have agreements in place with, your G league squad. Otherwise, I mean, it's clear. It's, it just doesn't operate the same as minor league baseball. You really don't have any uh, ownership or, or rights for, over these players. You're just allowing them a place to play. And, and that's the thing. Yeah. Them. Like we just saw Stauskas and Chalmers went down to Miami. Yes. They just got picked up. Yes. By the way, Denver, uh, they continue to churn the, out. I know. Are they number one? Is the Grand Rapids gold number one in churning out? Uh, they have to be. Players? Have to be. Yeah, all of them. I'd, the I'd entire have, cast. Yeah. Who's? The, the, yeah. I think the starting five is gone. Actually, Zlatan Cheatham yeah. or whatever even got picked up. Like whatever. I yes. can't remember his name was. Yeah. So. Xylem Cheatham. Yeah. Tim Conley is is responsible right now for like fifty players who are in the NBA, and half of them weren't even drafted. Yeah, Tyler Lance Stevenson is, is gone. He's who's who did Lance go to? He went to the. I can't uh, even remember. I he's playing like thirty minutes, minutes or something. For the Hawks. Or? So the Hawks. That's what it is. The Hawks. That's right. So, Isaiah Thomas left. Year. Like Isaiah There's Thomas also year. signed with the Dallas today. Did you see that? Oh, I did. And then he entered the health and safety protocols immediately. He's in the health and safety protocol. They signed him to a 10-day. Oh. They're gonna pay for his entire quarantine. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> uh so world we're in right now. Uh pets' heads are falling off. All right, let's take our final break and we're gonna refresh. We're gonna refresh, try to have a little bit of fun. Yeah. And how best to have fun, Eric? Then to make fun of the Lakers coming up. Let's go. Finally. Finally. Let's make life make sense again. Lakers, Lakers LOL edition. Uh, finally got to that part of the show. Thank <laughs> thank the good Lord. Thank you. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, people are what make ball special. People at every level at ball come into work each and every day and give 100% to accomplish their goals. We're talking about uh, ball, of course, is in ball arena. Um, ball came to us and... They are looking to add line capacity to their golden plant right here in Golden, Colorado. They're looking to hire production technicians uh, at the front line of their can-making operation. Uh, the position pays $27.39 per hour with potential increases at 6, 12, and 18 months. If you want more information, jobs.ball.com and search for golden, or you can text golden to 77222. Again, jobs.ball.com and search for golden, or you can text golden to 77222. If you're looking to maybe take out a loan and buy a house right now, hit up the good folks at Chevalier Mortgage. Mike and Virginia Chevalier, visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Get set up with a free consultation when you go there. They've been in the mortgage business forever. They know all the ins and outs. They know all the tricks of the trade. They can make what can look like a really intimidating process super, super easy for you. Uh, so, like I said, visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. You can call Virginia, 303-257-6578. You can call Mike, 970-412-2472, or visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Uh, Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Are we, are we good? Are we back? Are we We're back? back. Man, I timed it perfectly. I just went outside my house. I actually can see the fire. I can cool, see bro. The flames. It's a little, <laughs> uh, little crazy. Um, hopefully, the wind dies down here. I guess I'm, I'm not too far away. Um, the Lakers, guys. Jeez. You want to talk about a real fire? Okay, that was not right. Sorry, I did that. Oh, too that soon, man. Not, way too soon. The Lakers total dumpster fire right now. 
Did you guys watch the game last night? Hate hate watching the Lakers no, right now. I don't but... watch bad teams play, Adam. Well, you've watched the Nuggets. Just only the Nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nuggets yeah. at least are above 500. The uh, Last night, man, they have a, a giant lead. It's a camp, like 20-point lead or something like that. Slowly blow it to uh, the Memphis Grizzlies all the way down to the buzzer where, I don't know if you saw the play, LeBron gets it. at the He was on fire till the fourth quarter, and then he just like turned into a pumpkin. And then the last play, scrambled – he runs to the lane, jumps, and just throws the ball like directly to I can't remember Desmond Bain or whoever it was that stole it. I'm telling you guys, this Lakers team, they I honestly think they suck. Like I they have a chance <laughs> to turn it around whenever AD gets back, but I'm watching them and I'm like, I just think they are terrible. Yeah. I don't they, think they, you're they, entirely wrong. Yeah. Their construction is hilarious. I mean, everybody, this is one of these things like we saw it come together. We were like, what? Like, what are bringing all these like super old players together that like don't really even make sense outside of the fact that they're like known uh, names in the NBA. And they're just like, well, it'll probably work. Russell Westbrook and LeBron right, right. James, like are the, are literally the worst pairing I can think of. Um, uh, and I, then, will say, you know, I, am, I am delighted though, at the amount of like trade. Cause you started the season. It's like, if we have to trade Westbrook, we can get Lillard. We could get Jason Tatum, or we could get, you know, like whatever. And now it's like some of the names that are being thrown out in a Westbrook trade are absolutely hilarious. Like, oh, oh my God. Can we get Reggie Bullock or something? You're just like, what? <laughs> and the, the sad answer is no. You can't, like, you can't match up those salaries. Well, that's the greatest thing about the, West, the Westbrook trade. Uh, Chatter is just like, he makes so much money that he can only be traded for guys who also make a ridiculous amount of money who have been trying to get traded. Also, it's like John wall, Ben Simmons, you know, just like guys like that. If they end up with Ben Simmons out of this, that would be just absolutely horrible. Ben Simmons. Yeah, that would be horrible. Uh, I don't think they will though. Like, come on. Uh, Rajon Rondo did get traded though. Speaking of Lakers trades, he's, he's in um, Cleveland. And actually there is one thing like, I don't want this to sound insensitive. Ricky Rubio was having a great season with the Cavs and he was a unrestricted free agent. And he was having one of those years going into free agency where he might've gotten another deal where some team overpays for him. Cause even though he's not perfect, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Denver, he was going to be out of Denver's league. He tears his ace. we know this from Jamal Murray, just count 12 months. We're in December. Let's say December 1st is when he returns. I think most teams would look at Ricky. I don't. I think he lost a lot of money. He was going to be a unrestricted free agent. Now you're looking at signing him to a deal. It'd be a half a year in that first year. I have a feeling he might just not get signed or whatever. And I think Ricky Rubio would be perfect for Denver. I honestly do at a low price. And now I wonder, I just look at that and I go, I wonder if Rubio is an option next year where it's like, hey, he's not going to be there for two months. But when he is, and, and as you work towards the playoffs, he, he could be a perfect like sort of backup guard uh and maybe even close games with denver at the two what what do you think about that harrison i'd love it i'm a big ricky rubio guy i think he'd be great in denver uh super super steady and yeah you can play him with a bunch of different guys and look if you're thinking about any potential free agent for denver next season that guy has to be making a very very low amount of money because the nuggets aren't really going to have anything to spend in free agency Um, but if Ricky Rubio wants to come for a minimum deal and that's all he can get, that would be great. Well, I love this idea. It is true. This is the thing about it though. Denver just went through the year, you know, we're in purgatory because everybody's injured and they came into the season with an injured player and this or that, like the idea of signing an injured guard going into next year is like maybe, maybe too unpalatable, (laughs) but I don't know. Denver has a tight, you know? I know that the other thing is, I think probably a lot of teams are having this exact same thought that we are like, when you look at a player like Ricky Rubio, who is having not only coming off of um, the FIBA performance, like he was amazing at the Olympics. Like he was, uh, he was really balling out there. Like he was playing like a lot of people, I think didn't even 
realize he could anymore and then come right mm-hmm. into just the right situation in Cleveland. And he's absolutely like resurrected his career and people's opinion of him. I'm sure that this thought of like, well, maybe we can just kind of steal Ricky Rubio away. is like one that, you know, every year we're always like, Oh, there's like a guy or two that we, we are thinking we might be able to target and get. And then, it, you know, they go for two first round draft picks and like some ungodly amount of, uh, of a, a haul. So, I mean, I would love it. Of course, like that's an absolute position of need for us is to have a, although with Jamal Murray back, we'll see. Cause you know, Monte Morris slides into that backup um, point guard role. So maybe it doesn't seem as dire at that point, but I mean, give me a break. You can never have too many good players. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's interesting. He probably will be still priced out, but I don't know. It is an interesting one where maybe it's that one year rehab year. He signs a one year deal with some team. Maybe he doesn't even sign right away in Denver. I don't know. I just Rubio to me, Somebody said George Carl's infiltrated Adam's brain. It's so true, man. He talks about the need for a true point guard, and there's like four of them out there. Ricky Rubio is one of them. Great defender. So you already have that. Like you need a great defender out on the perimeter. And then just a guy that makes Jokic's job easy. Yes, please. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, I know. For sure. And if, if you're talking about someone to infiltrate your brain, like maybe the one of like the top 10 winningest sixth, coaches of sixth all time. winningest like, coach ever. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe like a decent uh, person. So true. <laughs> yeah that idiot come on no way <laughs> why are you uh, listening to that old coot right like <laughs> uh we did ask right. some mailbag questions and we got a couple of them so we'll end with with all of these the first one from our guy josh barnett from down under he says happy new year's fellas do you legends have any personal goals for 2022 thoughts with those affected by the fires over there we sure know how that feels down there um do you want to share your diary uh d-line Oh, absolutely. My diary. Let me, do you want me to open it up or yeah, dear diary, everybody, dear diary. Uh, this, <laughs> this next year, I promise to, uh, uh, let's see. Oh, we brought the question up. Uh, oh, yeah. wow. I'm going to just keep, do you think Kale was bringing up your diary? I don't know what I thought Kale was bringing up. Like uh, maybe like an image of <laughs> me. I don't know. I, I couldn't even, uh, I couldn't even guess. Uh, but I, I've, dude, I, I think I'm so mired in the horror that is d- every day that I've not thought about the future. So give me, uh, let me put a pin in that, old Josh. I'll come back to it. Uh, Harrison, you got some goals that you want to share with the uh, the world here? More win um, time. I want to brunch more. Hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> I go out to brunch more. Oh, go out to brunch more. Yeah, yeah, wow. just brunch more in general. What did you think he meant? Just to like eat more, I don't know, like eat more brunch. Like, <laughs> to prepare yeah. his own brunch more often. Yeah, to prepare his own brunch more. <laughs> a good goal yeah. going out to breakfast more. I'm like, okay. It's a brunch, big goal bro, mine this different. coming season. Yeah. You big seem goal like you mine. have a lot of brunch energy. Oh, I mean, it's my favorite meal. So <laughs> Harrison, dude, Harrison has peak brunch energy. <laughs> Especially with the hat on backwards. He definitely Oh my good. god, dude. Nothing says I'm I'm willing to wait. Uh, an hour and a half for eggs, like wearing a backwards <laughs> I would say uh, mine just to be uh, kinder. Kinder. Oh. So, could you think you could start with those? Could you? Do you feel like you could start with those closest to you, like uh, at work or something? Just, just as an example. More to strangers. I was Ooh, thinking. I, I have a good. I have a good goal. I have a good um, personal goal for 2022. Don't get divorced. That's my goal. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. First, good luck, married. by the way. Second, don't get divorced. Okay. Yep. That's a good yeah. plan. Yeah. That's a good you know plan. what? Right. You know what? Uh, what will keep that uh, that train on the tracks is brunch, ironically. So you're, <laughs> yeah. you're right on track. I think, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Next question comes in from X Topher. He says, Why do we sign Dave on to another 10 day instead of waiving someone and giving him a roster spot? I have a feeling, Harrison, this is where this train ends. It just might not have been this stop. Yeah, it's just like you're pushing off the inevitable and you're getting closer and closer to the edge, you know? Um, look, there, I mean, there's two guys they could waive to give him a full-time roster spot. It's either Bull or Vlatko. And I think they definitely moved to waive Bull before waiving Vlatko. But yeah, there, there will come a time when um, I, I think there will come a time when Denver doesn't have the 10 day hardship exception available anymore. Maybe they just have it for the rest of the season. I don't they know. Um, but I think there's probably a time coming when they don't and they'll have to make a decision. I said it on the show a couple of days ago. I think it's an easy call, but um, they're probably just trying to get whatever potential small 
bit of trade value there is out of bowl before well, cutting him. Don't you also think that uh, probably they're just like, man, we can't get rid of any players right now. Like if they, they there's a, a world that they would have had to play with bowl and Davon and all of these guys tonight. Yo, if this would have happened, that's actually the real reason the game was canceled, Eric. Because Bull was in line for minutes. They didn't want to play Bull. It is wild to think. Like, I just kind of feel like we've seen the last of Bull, but maybe not. Maybe the Bull-Bull game is ahead of us yet. Who knows? Um, with the This one comes from David St. Clair. He says, with the amount of players we have out to injury and COVID, is there a real chance we could see Manimal in Denver on a 10-day? Not sure he fits with a fully healthy roster. It would be cool to see under these circumstances. First of all, can I tell you, I my number one hope, my number one hope, is that the Nuggets get healthy and they just have a healthy rest of the year, no COVID, no anything like that. My second hope, though, if it does go as it feels inevitable that they're going to have these games with call-ups, why not bring the band back together? What's Ty Lawson up to? Can't we get free? Aaron He can't be busy. Can we just get, like, the old Nuggets and play a game as the old Nuggets? Uh, I love it. Malone's in COVID protocols. Let's get George Carl. I know he's around. <laughs> Let's get him on the bench. Honestly, if you had a game where you featured, like, Randy Foy, Jameer Nelson, and Kenneth Freed. I'm 10 out of 10. I'm watching this game. Oh, how far can we go, though? Can we like feature JJ Hickson, too? (laughs) No, that's where I draw the line. No, but I think how excited we got for all the the throwback uniforms, like throwback actual players. Like, yes, please. That sounds incredible. Throwback throwback player night. That's going to be written into the CBA next year. We could be like Marcus Camby, Birdman, Ty Lawson. Uh, Bert, see, actually, you have to think of the guys that actually could play and might be available. And I'm telling Tufa you, Mozgov. Kenneth Freed is one of them. Birdman is around. Like, I know he's in so, Colorado. Yeah, so, you know who also is around and who lives in Denver is Jimmer Fredette. And oh, Jimmer, yeah. if you're watching this show right now, Jimmer Fredette's in the gym. Just go look at his TikTok for evidence. If you're watching the show right now, after the show's over, go look at Hell Jimmer yeah. Fredette's TikTok. I love that you follow Jimmer on TikTok. Hell yeah. <laughs> See, I don't, but when this news broke this morning, I was like, okay, probably Kenneth Reed's first up. Who else is around Denver? Jimmer, let's, let's just see what Jimmer's up to. Okay, he's on TikTok a lot. Okay. Uh, oh I think God. it's so funny, but Harrison, like, this is what you learn when you do this show. Harrison is a grinder. A yep. portion of his day was dedicated to stocking former <laughs> Nuggets players that might be available for a 10-day on TikTok. That is a hell, that's a hell of work right there, Harrison. Oh, He's like dude. running hills in what looks like Highlands Ranch. So has, I don't know. Has wow, even locations, geolocations here. Um, I look, man, I feel like Davon Reed, you know how when a new player comes in and it's like their number's already taken by somebody else. And they have to like yeah. buy the number back. I feel like Davon Reed needs to buy Mister Dependable back from you. I, it's it's his nickname, but it's your nickname too. And and oh. you know you were here first. I'll have Mister Reliable. That's, yeah, that's yeah, I'm yeah. fine having that. I, yeah, I want he's, Davon he's to have Mister Dependable. Plus, Reliable. like he's Mister Thesaurus up there. You can't uh, tell me that he can't <laughs> find another replaceable word or equal word. Come on. Yeah, I will say though the Kenneth Reed question in all sincerity, like. Look, Denver doesn't need Kenneth Freed right now, but if somehow they just fall into a – I mean, I guess Jeff Green and Zeke Naji are out. Maybe they're out for a while. There are the worse op- All I'm saying is there are worse options than putting Kenneth Freed play alongside Nikola Jokic again. Like, the, what, the, greatest part about this, the greatest part about this is that you literally have a Kenneth Freed doll right over your right co- shoulder like – uh, a good angel and a bad angel. You have Rocky and Kenneth Fareed <laughs> speaking to you. Good angel, bad angel. Kenneth Fareed should absolutely come back. I have a whole bunch of old Manimal shirts I'd be happy to put, bring back into circulation. Please just make this happen. And was- couldn't uh, couldn't Kenyon Martin just, like, come from one side of the – just, like, move up? Like Kenyon Martin was jump- going through, like, Nuggets practices during training camp because everybody was hurt. <laughs> Darrell Arthur. Dude, he's been here. Oh, Same Arthur. with him. Totally. Yeah, get Darth back. Damn it. Now I'm starting to want the old Nuggets back, man. This is fun. I mean, if you're, <laughs> you're going to lose some games, you might as well lose it with the celebrities. Yeah. Um, yeah. Number four here. Two more questions here. Also, is there a chance that Denver just stays quiet during the deadline? It was reported they were in the market for wing upgrades, but maybe Reed has shown enough to be that wing player they are looking for. That comes from David St. Clair. Um, is it possible, Harrison, that we – 
I mean, the Nuggets have done this a lot where we're like, oh, here comes the big move, and the big move is just re-signing the same guys. Do you feel like maybe the Nuggets have their team? I think it's very possible they could stay quiet. I mean, they'll look around for upgrades, but we talked about this on the show. What do they really have to trade? Right. You know, they don't have that Global. many future picks. Can they get somebody to – uh, take on Jamichael Green. That might be hard to do. It's like, it's going to be tough to get a guy that you look at and you're like, this guy's a definite upgrade. Yeah. 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 They, they made their, they like took their big shot last year, the Aaron garden move. Like that was right. their move. So the Nuggets trade deadline acquisition is Jamal Murray. Like the, the Nuggets deadline acquisition yeah, is Jamal course. Murray, you know? It's, Absolutely. Yeah. I also, yeah, they, <clears throat> I get the sense from things Michael Malone has said publicly, you know, to us and also from his um, interview today with Sam Amick that the Nuggets, I'm not going to say that they're punting on the season because I don't think they are, but I think that they might be in no, don't panic mode. Like this season yes. is a bit of an aberration. So I, I don't yep. know if they do make a move. I do think it's going to be a Troy Daniels-esque type move where it's like, oh, all right, but it, not not going to be an impact guy. So. I hope that that's the 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 approach they're taking. Like, really, it's a law of diminishing returns at this point. Like, they're only going to get, uh, you know, they're going to not. It's hard to imagine them making a big upgrade without just hurting their future even more. And again, like they they really did like put their dream lineup together at the end of last year. It just immediately all fell apart. They just they should view the season as the season itself does not matter, but the playoffs right. matter. Right. And, you know, like they just need to get to the playoffs with some semblance of the team that they actually intended to have playing together. And then if not, then think of it like the Warriors did last year where they didn't even make the playoffs. They made the play in. But now this year where they're like a little bit healthy, made a few little changes. And now Clay is coming back like they're, you know, right back on top. So a route that the Nuggets could look at for a trade, and I don't want to talk about Kenrich Williams, but this is also why he's really appealing, <laughs> is because he's also under contract for next year, like making very little money. If they could trade for somebody that's also not making a lot of money next year and just have a rotation spot taken care of, Ken, that'd Kenrich be nice. Williams or Davon Reed, though, Harrison? Who do you like better? Um, uh, Maybe Kenrich. Oh. It's so close to me that I, that's part of me is I'm like, they have their Kenrich Williams is Davon yeah. Reed. It's cheaper. He's cheaper. Mr. Like Mr. Shag versus Mr. Dependable, dude. I love I both of them. I love like both of them. They're, they are Kenrich Williams, just a little taller. I think little more defensively versatile. Yeah. But you got to give the, uh, the tie at the, uh, at the finish line to the guy with the hair that you want to look at and Kenrich well, Williams and the, nick and the nickname too. Ty goes to the nickname. <laughs> Oh, you think yeah. Kenny Hustle is worse than Mr. Dependable? I Kenny Hustle is great, but, but Kenny Hustle I mean, is Mr. Dependable. <laughs> Kenny, Mr. Hustle Dependable. Kenny Hustle and that haircut that like just goes together. He looks like Kenny <laughs> It's like Kenny Powers, basically. He does look like Kenny Powers. Uh, the last question here we kind of answered already, but he says, will the Nuggets have to sign a hardship player immediately or Monte and AG more likely to return next game? If not, the game against Houston could be in question. But we answered this earlier by just saying Denver, if – those guys are not able to play. Denver will have to get some uh, hardship players in here uh, to be ready. The problem was those tests came in, it sounds like, today, and they just didn't have time to get players in in time for the game. But now that you have 48 hours between now and uh, Saturday's game, Denver will have the time to do it. So yep. um, so that's that. It's um, so ridiculous. Guys. Uh, I can't uh, even imagine. Yeah, it's, it is ridiculous. But you know what? Um, we made it through another show. There's that. We did it. Let's go. We'll be back now on Saturday, maybe featuring Kenneth Freed. We don't know. Um, that's Please. Please. They got the Houston Rockets uh, on deck for the first game of the new year. Guys, everybody, all of my people out in Colorado, help out. Be kind to, to each other today. More than ever this week, uh, more than ever, um, show out for your city. Uh, you know, Donate if you feel so called. Offer help to your friends and family in need uh, or, or even to your neighbors in need. And uh, be safe here for the holidays. I think we're going to have another one tomorrow. I think we have another show tomorrow. Um, so we'll be back tomorrow. But then uh, obviously jumping into the new year with a, uh, a hardship-filled game against the Houston Rockets. 2022, certain to be off to a great start. <laughs> Myself, everybody, everybody, have a good night. Thanks for riding with us. Hit like on the way out. We'll see you guys later.
Guys, if you're looking for a really good alternate to traditional coffee, check out StravaCraftCoffee.com. There you can purchase some StravaCraft coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that's really changing lives. CBD can lead to less neck pain, back pain. It can help you with arthritis, IBS, aches and pains, migraines. CBD has been proven to help with a lot of that stuff. And StravaCraft Coffee just tastes really good as well. So go to StravaCraftCoffee.com. If you're a first-time customer, use the code DNBR25. You're going to save 25% off your purchase of StravaCraft Coffee. You can also get a StravaCraft Coffee subscription. Get your coffee delivered to you. You can get that at StravaCraftCoffee.com. If you're a returning StravaCraft Coffee customer, make sure to use the code DNBR20 for 20% off your purchase of StravaCraftCoffee.com every single time. 